everyone. Welcome to episode number 59 of the Mimi B Magazine podcast. I'm your host, Mimi Bouchard, and you're listening to the Mimi B Magazine podcast, a lifestyle podcast all on health, relationships, sex, career, and self-development. This podcast is designed to entertain, inspire, and to motivate you to become the best version of yourself possible. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hey guys, so today I am recording a podcast and a video podcast slash vlog or just video. (laughs) So if you're watching this on YouTube, welcome. And if you're watching this or listening to this on my podcast, then welcome as well. I'm going to start doing this just so I can get more content out in different places. And I kind of find it fun. So hello everybody. Today we are going to be talking about habits and willpower. Two things that if you don't have, you will not be successful. Good habits, I mean. Of course, there are bad habits that we do not want, but I'm reading this book, basically, and it is called The 5 a.m. Club. I would highly, highly recommend it. I'm obsessed with it. I've been reading it for the past four days, and I'm almost done, Um, and I've only been reading it in the morning, so that's like a quarter of a book each morning. It's pretty intense, but it's amazing. This book is full of knowledge and just wisdom, and it's really written out in an interesting way. It's basically this this author, Robin Sharma, he writes out a story, and the story helps explain all of these incredible big principles that he has about life. And there are so many principles that I can't even, I can't go into it now. It will take ages. And you guys just should read the book to begin with yourselves because it's a game changer. Um, I actually put it up there in my top three uh, favorite books I've ever read. And I'm not even done it yet. Crazy. So in this book, they talk about habits quite a lot. And I wanted to kind of go over this new theory that I've learned about habits and I'm implementing it right now in my life. So it basically states that there are 66 days that you need to go through before forming a proper habit. Um, you know how a lot of people have said, oh, it's 21 days, it's 21 days. I've tried the 21 day thing and it doesn't really work for me. So I can't, you know, obviously judge for everybody, but I am pretty doubtful that that 21 days is the cure for, um, you know, finishing bad habits and starting good ones. I think 66 days sounds a little bit more realistic. Um, And he actually said that a college in London actually uh, did a study on this and did a whole study on habits and and how long they take to form, etc. And it took 66 days. So there are three phases of this habit changing, habit forming, um, you know, time. It's over the span of just over two months, 66 days. And there are three phases. The first phase is the destruction phase. Each phase is 22 days, by the way. So the destruction phase is basically getting rid of old crappy habits to replace them with the new habit. So it's basically destroying that old part of your brain, those old neuro pathways um, to kind of make room for the new ones. First phase is really hard, as we all know, 22 days of stopping something that we really love to do is probably quite difficult. Um, I could tell you guys after some of the habits that I'm currently in the middle of my 66 days um, into changing. But yeah, the first one's destruction and it's going to be hard, guys. Any habit worth changing or any habit worth gaining 
is going to be hard at first if it's worth it. Everything valuable in life comes with a cost. Nothing comes free. And also that's a blessing because to be honest with you, if we got everything easily, then we wouldn't appreciate it as much. And also everyone would have it if it was easy. And I think that's the beauty of success and self-development, personal growth, and just um, inner power is that a lot of people don't do it. So it's so special because only like 1% of the population has this this power and it's an inside power or if you see it as like, you know, a personal growth development that means that you have the most amazing relationships in the world or you're making a lot of money if you're more business minded or you have an incredible physique and body or just like your whole mentality, um, you know, as a whole is just on point world class, world class. That's my goal. I don't know about you, but I want to be world-class. I want to reach all of my goals and I want to be the best version of myself possible. And that's why I started my podcast. That's why I preach this all the time, um, you know, to my following. I think we all have it in us, innately in us, to do the best we can and create incredible, incredible things. Um, And it's crazy to say it, but we can all get there. Change your mentality, change your life. All right, so the destruction phase. In this book, Robin Sharma gives an example of a space shuttle. Apparently, in the first 60 seconds of um, a space shuttle lifting off into the abyss, <laughs> the first 60 seconds are the most important. So they use most of their fuel in the first 60 seconds than they do for the entire time they're orbiting around Earth. How insane is that? After it builds that power, it will actually just start gliding. And it's so easy for the space shuttle to function once it's actually where it needs to be and once it's gone through all the hard work. So Robin Sharma uses that example in his book and he relates it to humans and our struggle doing something really difficult. Um, you know, and there's a beautiful rainbow at the other side of the task or the project or the, the big goal that you have. So I think that's a really nice example because it kind of just gives you a visual, you know, really, really hard, a lot of effort, all your fuel, you're almost exhausted, but then you reach this beautiful point where it actually just becomes easy. And with everything in life, like you've had to learn how to do it. You've had to go through struggle and, and do things that you felt uncomfortable doing to get there. Think about being a child, learning how to walk. Like would, if you were an adult and you had a kid and the kid was kind of slow at learning to walk, would you just give up and say, okay, like, it's enough. You've you've tried this for long enough. We're going to stop now. No, of course not. You're going to keep persisting and keep helping it until it can walk and flourish and grow. And I think we should have that same mentality towards us and towards ourselves and us as people. My new thing that I'm trying to do is seeing my weak self as just this like sad, lost little girl. Um, You know, my weak self would be like my procrastinating side, my fearful side, my anxious side. I just like embrace her because she's not going to go away. You're never like stop fighting yourself because you're never going to rid 100%. You're never going to 100% rid yourself of those bad qualities that you don't like. You're just going to have to fight them and get easier at fighting them and get easier at being more authoritative Um, to them, you know what I mean? So, you know, for my, my fear, let's just say if I'm scared of something happening and worrying, you know, I'll, my authoritative, powerful, superwoman self 
That's what I call her, by the way, if you guys are new. I call her my superwoman self, and I talk about this on the podcast a lot. She's like my alter ego that I want to be so badly, that I am most of the time. (laughs) Um, So... Uh, she talks to my weak self and she's like, listen, babe, like you're freaking fine. I do this in my meditation too. I literally speak to myself in my meditation and I'm like, you're fine, babe. Like stop worrying. Like there's no point. You're gonna figure it out. You are going to figure it out. You are powerful. You are this, you are that. Look how far you've come. Like stop beating yourself up. There's literally no point. So I don't know what I was getting to with that, but what do I have here in my notes? So the example from the space shuttle, it's it's great. I think that's such a great example. Um, and, you know, everything is hard at first, like I was saying. Everything is hard. It would be bad if it wasn't hard at first, something worth having, because it means that it is easy to achieve, and then most people have it, and it's probably not worth that much. So be okay with hard work. You just need to learn to keep going at all times. Do not give up. No matter what you do, don't give up. If you want to lead an extraordinary life and you want to be that 1% or part of that 1%, you need to do things differently than the average person. That is a fact. If you do the same things that average people do, you will fall into that category. You know, we all think we're so special. And yeah, I think we are individually very special, but we also have the potential to be extraordinary. And that's in every single one of us. Not just me, not just that person. Every single one of us has potential inside of us deep down to be freaking extraordinary. So that's what I think. If you need more motivation, my big tip for getting through phase one of changing a habit is doing a morning routine. I'm actually starting to integrate an afternoon routine as well for a half hour just to kind of reset my my mental state and prime a little bit. But a morning routine, let's start there. It is so powerful. I've done videos and podcasts all about this. It is the one thing that I actually blame where I am right now in my life on. Like I wouldn't have any of the things I do now. I wouldn't, you know, be in the place where I am now without my morning routine. It's changed my life. Um, I'm actually now waking up at 5 a.m., um, 5.35 depends on the day. I like to keep my hours of sleep pretty high, so depends on when I go to bed, but usually 5.30 at this point. Um, and yeah, my mornings dictate my day and my days dictate my weeks. My weeks dictate my months and so on and so forth. So the importance of a morning routine is a micro habit that if you do this micro habit, your entire life, the trajectory of your life It's like the compound effect. It will just become better and better and better and you don't even realize because it's not even this massive adjustment. Waking up a little bit earlier, don't get scared because I said 5 a.m. You don't need to wake up at 5 a.m. I think it's extraordinary if you do and it shows how much dedication and passion you have towards bettering yourself in your life. But if you don't want to do that, wake up an hour earlier. Just one hour earlier. It's really not that hard. Do a morning routine, listen to my podcast on it. I'll tell you everything to what to do. Like I'll give you my whole lowdown and it will change your life. So I personally think just getting primed every day, like you can't just wait for motivation to come to you. Uh, you kind of need to do it daily or else it just fades away. And that's happened to all of us. I've gone through phases of like months where I'm just not motivated at all. And it's because I had, didn't push myself to get primed. Um, thankfully, that hasn't happened in a while because I've been primed for a few years at this point, um, most days. But it takes a lot of practice and it was a pretty long process for me to get to where I am today, personal growth wise. Um, So yeah, do the morning routine, prime, just get yourself in that peak state where you're like, I can do everything and anything that I put my mind to. 
That's my tip for getting through destruction phase. Phase two is the installation phase. This phase is the hardest. This phase is when you want to rip your hair out and you're like, all right, I'm done. This doesn't work. Your ego is going to start giving you excuses on why you shouldn't be following up with this habit that you've been doing for the past 22 days beforehand. And, you know, your brain is going to start really trying its absolute best to get you to fail. And that's not because your brain doesn't love you. That's because your brain has been structured in a certain way where it It doesn't want you to go through fear. It doesn't want you to go through any sort of pain whatsoever. And, you know, it's 2018. We don't have cyber-toothed tigers chasing us. We We don't need that part of our brain anymore for a lot of things, especially like success, because success is scary and painful and you need to go through a bit of discomfort to get there. Um... So this is, I think, personally, the most painful part of the process, phase two, so days 22 to 44, and it's just 22 days. That's the best part, guys. 22 freaking days. That is it for the absolutely brutal phase. And, you know, in the book, he explains, Robin Sharma explains why it's so hard, and he goes into detail on the fact that it's your brain changing, like physically changing its neuropathways and the, you know, the connections in the brain that form habits that help you kind of repetitively do things. Uh, so it's changing the structure of your brain. It's literally, uh, it's called neuroplasticity. So if you guys want to look into that, I'm not a science geek, so I can't really get into it, but I want to learn more about it. I know the basics. I don't know the the deep science, but neuroplasticity basically means that our brains can mold and change um, through experience and through through training it. By the way, sorry for that noise. There's construction outside of my flat as per usual. It's really annoying. I'm moving flats in a few weeks, so we'll have some noiseless podcast soon. So we got the installation phase the neural pathways are literally changing. That's why it's so painful. Your brain, I'm just moving my notes to the next page. Um, your brain is literally re- rewiring itself. That's what it's doing. So cut it some slack. It's obviously going to want to, you know, fight back and say, oh no, wait, like, do you really want to change this habit? Do you really want to like do this? Because, you know, we don't really want to. And you're going to have to say, yeah, brain, we're doing this. We are, you know, waking up earlier and doing a morning routine or we are um, not eating refined shitty foods anymore because it doesn't fuel you and it doesn't let you thrive. Like, you know, this is for you, brain. Like, we want the best for you. So I think that's a really interesting phase. It's literally your body, your brain is changing itself. It's getting reconstructed. It's crazy. So integration phase is the last 22-day phase in this habit forming slash habit destructing formula. If you're trying to get rid of an old habit, try to replace it with a positive new habit so it's easier to do. Um, So for example, if you're trying to quit smoking, instead of going for a smoke break, you know, do something like do a five-minute meditation on the Headspace app. Like just change that medit, change that relaxation routine with something else um, so that you know, your brain doesn't feel like it's missing something big. You know what I mean? Like if you're replacing it, there's no empty space there. So phase three, integration phase, is pretty much the easiest phase. The habit is almost ingrained in your brain fully. This is just kind of like the period where you just want to make sure it's still there. You don't want to give up just yet. So you're doing the habit every single day at this point, guys, still every single day. 
And this phase won't require as much willpower. It's kind of going to start becoming second nature to you. Still going to be a little bit hard, but after the 66 days, it shouldn't be hard at all. It should literally just be second nature. And when you think about it too, I am obsessed with this whole concept because it's just 66 days of hard work and labor and really resisting your willpower muscle and working it, working it, working it. And then after that, if you continue that habit, it's a lifetime of of positive outcome coming from that habit. Like it doesn't get hard. So, you know, for example, um, let's just use working, like writing. I'm going to write some of my book every single day. So that's a big goal of mine. I want to finish my book this year, um, at least the rough draft. So I'm going to make it part of my morning routine and wake up even earlier. So that's why I'm waking up early, early now. And I'm going to write at least like two paragraphs of my book every day. And even if it's not great, I'm still going to do it. So by the end of the 66 days, um, you know, I'm sure I'll get really close to finishing it or I'll almost be there basically. And maybe I'll replace that habit um, with writing for, you know, my blog posts or um, recording podcasts or drafting, like just some sort of writing to replace it because I want to keep that habit up because I've already worked so hard to to get there, right? So that's the best thing is that you just have this positive habit kind of opportunity window every single day at a certain time because of the 66 days that you actually spent working towards that ingrained habit in your mind. So after rewiring your entire brain, going through these 66 days of changing a habit, creating a new habit, it's going to be so easy that it's going to be easier for you to actually do the thing than to not do it. You know what I mean? All successful people, what I've learned by reading, uh, you know, observing, and even with myself, the things I've been successful in, it doesn't just happen like this. It doesn't just happen in, you know, a flash of two months and then they're crazy successful. To the outsiders, it might because they never noticed a person doing something until they get big enough. Make sense? So the interesting thing is that all successful people have done something that have made them uncomfortable. And you're going to say, obviously, maybe we all know that. But think about it. All successful people, what they do today, like let's just say like a pro basketball player, the training that he's doing today is so typical for him. Like it's so basic in his days. He doesn't even find it like a drag anymore, probably. You know, he'll wake up, do his morning training go, you know, do the gym training, lunch, another training. Like, he doesn't complain about it because it is just part of his DNA now. He's been doing it for so long. Like, I know my cousin's an athlete. Like, she has been training for so, so long that now it's like, you know, yeah, there's days where I don't really feel like doing it, but you're still going to do it because it's, like, easier to be in a routine than not to be in a routine. 95% of what we do is habitual. Like, like I was saying before, the brain has these, like, really strong connections um, tied to habits and you know, our RAS, our reticular activating system, it's the part of our brain that makes decisions for us regarding what we notice and what we actually, um, you know, consciously can see in the world. So if your RAS is programmed to eating healthier foods, because that's how your habits have formed over the past few months, it's going to stay that way. Like if you're eating really healthy and feeling great, um, you know, for three freaking months, for 66 days, after the 66 days, your brain is just going to automatically start choosing 
those foods that you're used to eating because that's just what you've previously decided on in the past. So your decision fatigue is going to, you know, go way lower and you're not going to feel like really unmotivated towards healthy eating if it's already a habit. You know what I mean? And I've seen this in my own life. Like I've changed my health drastically in the past two years and my decision fatigue is pretty low when it comes to food. I see a cookie or mac and cheese or a pasta or this, that, like any unhealthy food. I don't even crave it. I literally don't even see it as food, okay? And it doesn't cause me any pain or I don't feel like I'm missing out on eating it because I literally don't even want it. So think of that with every other thing in your life. Like, you know, see the positive in it too. Like I know if I ate that cookie, like I just wouldn't feel good. So I don't even want it at all. And if for some reason I really did want it, I would have it. I'm not saying I wouldn't, but I just don't want it. You know what I mean? Um, So waking up early, if that's a habit that you want to bring into your life and doing a morning routine, it's like, oh, I know annoying at first because you wanted to sleep in as much as you can, but then you realize it changes your day so freaking much. Like my days are insanely different when I do my morning routine. So I do it every day now because I'm like, wow, I'm such a more productive human being. I'm nicer. I'm more positive. I'm hardworking. I'm everything that I want to be when I do my morning routine. So that's why I do it. I eat healthy because it makes me feel freaking incredible. You know, I do all of these things because of how it makes me feel and and my big goals and what I want out of life. So the habit thing you're going to have to learn at some point in your life, if you want to live an incredible incredible life, you are going to have to learn how to change habits, how to form amazing habits, and just do it. Literally, like the Nike quote, just freaking do it. You know, it's not, there's not this big crazy calculation, like there's not this big list of things you need to do to be successful. It's literally do what you know is good and don't do what you know is bad and learn because You know, you need to know about both things to know what's good and bad. So learn a lot, read a lot of books, listen to a lot of motivational, incredible podcasts that make you feel good. Um, Always think with a mind of, of seeking knowledge. That's what I like to do. I read at least, you know, a book or two every month. That's not enough. I want to read more, but I think reading is really important. The amount of podcasts I listen to, like I probably consume the amount of like seven books a month because of everything that I'm reading and learning and you know the information coming in through my ears through the audiobooks and podcasts so you know use your time wisely time is expensive time think of your time as you're paying for it you know stop watching all that Netflix and playing all those video games if you want an incredible life and act like a victim when you don't receive that incredible life you need to work for it it doesn't come super easy, but it is really worth it. And I know you can do it because you've made it to the end of this video or podcast. So I know you're a motivated human. I know you. You're like me. You you want more in life and you want to be that 1%. You don't want to live an average life. You want more, more, more. You want to be world class. And I love that and I respect that. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening. I love you guys all. And yeah, let me know what you think about this episode and give me any recommendations if you want more. Thank you so much. Bye.